The Sunshine Patriot in a crisis shrinks from the service of their country. But winter is coming. Did you hear the call? Winter is coming, and we know what is coming with it. No matter your thoughts or convictions, you must be prepared for the hardships that come with the winter. No matter your current position on the journey, stay a while. This is where you can find the tools and the fire to continue on your path. Join Odin and Fear and answer. Hello, welcome to another episode of Winter's Call Podcast. I'm Odin. This is Deer. And today we are joined by our our super, super smart friend, Balder. Howdy. So. I mean, don't be so fucking enthusiastic, you Amish <laughs> squirrel ass. Howdy. Oh, no, no, okay, no. Okay, no, no, no. That just sounded like a gay Amish squirrel ass. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to talk about hypocrisy in politics and not just the politicians but those that criticize them because let's talk about the biggest one that recently came out ted cruz what <clears throat> yeah why not start big fuck it we get <laughs> all these- go home we we sit here and we rightly sit here and criticize every politician no one is above reproach you know if we go after trump we sit here and praise what he does good and make fun of what he does bad and criticize it and do the same shit with ted cruz it's no lie that i voted for ted cruz in the primary in 2016 and when he got knocked out i voted for myself so fuck it i don't care but uh ted cruz on january 6th decided that he wanted to compare the 2021 uh protest as a domestic terrorist event then uh he's fucking wrong and i get that people are angry that he said that but let's be honest he is the front runner for the presidential uh, presidential race in 2024 after donald trump to say and yeah. all of you people who sit here and bash him and criticize him who have no problem sucking that Republican dick in 2024 if it's not Trump just to make sure that a Democrat doesn't get in office. Just saying. Yeah, and that that's kind of exactly what, what I said in private. You're going to sit here and you're going to shit on him for the next two to three weeks until something else either makes it really happy or really mad, and you're going to completely forget about it until 2024 rolls around. And if in the small chance that Donald Trump doesn't win the Republican ticket, and the only way that would happen is if he runs this year for either Senate or the House. Wait, did you just use the term if and if and he doesn't win? No, 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 no. I like it. You know, I'm gonna, I want to say something. There's a lot of people that are going to just bash him for this and then forget about it. But there are other people like me and Odin that will never forget that he bowed and acquiesced in this situation just to keep his political clout. And he literally called the people that trusted him the most domestic terrorists. Yeah. And like if it, I get that politicians lie and they're sleazy, like uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, right? She's easy to mock, but she didn't back down. 
And for it, she lost her fucking, uh, she lost her, Twitter. huh? It was her Twitter account. Yeah, well, before that, today. she lost her uh, committee Oh, assignments. that thing, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she lost her committee assignments because she refused to back down. Ted Cruz was not willing to make that same choice. And, uh, you know, everybody's like, oh, go on, get her. You know, go on, get her. That's a great platform. Let me just, uh, I have some pictures that I'll bring up at our live on YouTube. Uh, but <laughs> let's be uh, brutally honest here that they are already censoring people on their platform. So we'll sit here and we have all these, if it had been little shit that he had lied about, right? I so it didn't people, matter? I think people would ignore it. But there are certain issues that you don't fuck with. One, you don't call another uh, American citizen who was standing up for a right that they thought that they were losing a domestic terrorist when they haven't been charged with it. Second, you don't sit here and fucking vote on bills that are red flag laws. Crenshaw and Madison, whatever your fucking last name is. You don't sit here and vote on those and then expect people who love their freedom to sit here and be like, no, 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 no. I, I like them except for the same wait, shit we heard with Trump. These are the same people, by the way, that were given, um, was it Pelosi? We're giving Pelosi a ration of shit when she says, well, how can we know what's in the bill until we actually, you know, pass it? Right. These are the same people. Well, I mean, the, the first way to avoid things like the second thing you have is, uh, Maybe don't have bills be 9,000 pages long and have to be brought in with a fucking skid steer. Yeah. Like, it shouldn't take a three-person crew to wheel in a COVID stimulus bill. Which is why I believe that this country is in trouble as long as they don't have a line-item veto. They need to institute a line-item veto so that they can say, we like this one, we don't like this one. And everybody, it should be illegal. To vote for a bill that you have not read. Well, you can't even physically read all of these bills in the allotted time that they are given before they're supposed to vote on the bill. Did you hear the Marjorie Taylor Greene interview the other day? No, I didn't. They asked her, you know, why do people on the left and the right hate her so much? She said, because I make them do their job. And they asked, (laughs) what? She goes, when she first got there, the biggest thing was the fact that they sit here and they, most bills that get passed in the House and the Senate do not have an actual vote, that they are voice votes. And she gave the example. She said the first bill that she ever heard, they sit here and they introduced it and they said, okay, we're going to take a voice vote. All those in favor. Yay. They're all enthusiastic. And the Republicans who are used to losing are like, nay. And go, okay, the uh, the eyes have it because they're enthusiastic and the Republicans don't have a spine. No vote. So then she found, a, she found the, the rules for the thing and she required them to show up and actually make a vote. Oh, heaven for fucking bid that that happened. Yeah, that, that you fucking get handed a piece of paper and put an X down on yes or no. What that fucking boggles my mind that that 
that wasn't a thing. (laughs) Yeah, that they don't sit here and they don't vote with an actual numeric value vote for most of the bills is horseshit. That like the the only way where crowd reaction is an effective voting tool is a fucking WWE show. Like this isn't fucking WrestleMania. This is the House of Representatives. Hey, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> hey, do you know what you call a big group of baboons? A Congress. It's a Congress. <laughs> Enough said. <laughs> Next vidgets. <laughs> Enough said. <laughs> well, no, it shocked me when I went through and I, I I was trying to read some things, and you sit there and you realize that you'll have a bill that's like ten foot thick. And literally the first five pages is what's what, what, what that bill's name is about. The rest of it's just pork barrel bullshit. Yeah. That is why there needs to be a line item veto or you need to pass laws one fucking, uh, one fucking item at a time. Yeah. That, and we I, were promised we, that, but it never the, actually happened. The concept of the build back better plan, like just ignoring all of the crap that was in it, the concept of it where all of these laws are just bundled into this giant super package of laws is stupid. Yeah. And it like, works. how how can it... you deliberate and understand a lot? Like read through, understand what is being proposed and then deliberate and vote on it. And what is it like an 18 hour period that they get from the time that that bill hits their desk to when they cast their votes. Yeah. And what's crazy, how are you supposed to do that when you've got you 500 can't. laws? You can't. Yeah, you literally can't. Which is why. And it always works for the betterment of the Democrats and for the harm of America. I'm not going to say Republicans because they don't fucking count. They should have stopped this a long time ago. If you don't sit here and you don't have the fucking bills uh in small enough that people can't read them and you because what happens is is that when a bill comes up and it's got shady shit in it that the republicans should vote against they always include stuff in an omnibus bill you know like for the veterans if you don't vote for this you hate veterans if you don't vote for this somebody will die it's another way that they're using identity politics to drive the country into the fucking ground. They put they put on the front cover the identity politic thing like, oh, this is for the betterment of veterans or, oh, this is for the benefit of the police force. We'll just Can throw we out honest? that example because that's what conservative, you know, conservatives are all about supporting veterans, supporting the police. They'll just start throwing all of that on everything. And now it's like, oh, you would be you'd be going against your own values if you didn't vote for this. Even though, like, on page nine hundred and seventy-eight thousand sec- subsection C, there's a clause in it that every veteran is getting a fucking bullet to the kneecaps if they get injured in combat. You know, and that and that's fucking disgusting. That like they're get that they do that they throw all of the shit that they're advertising on the front cover, and then all the stuff that actually fucks us. Is all the way at the back, all the way like behind the glossary. And nobody knows that it's there until it's there fucking us. Okay, right, look, 
any any bill that says this is for the vets, you can almost guarantee and put fucking money on that the vets are about to get shafted up the ass. Always. If it's for the police, yeah. the police are going to be shafted. Like, you should instantaneously, if you don't vote for this, you don't love so-and-so. You should instantly go, no, because if you actually love that person, you do not want to fuck them like that. But do you guys yeah, that, that's that's so strange that just like the the government's favorite thing is to fuck over the people that protect them. <laughs> <They're really laughs> but yeah, you there will be, and it you... will not be. It will not be twenty five thousand people showing up unarmed to have a protest. It will be everywhere. It will be quick, and it will be very, very, very just. Just out of nowhere, sudden, no mercy, no quarter, no, just snap, had enough, fuck you guys. There won't be any of this. Well, let's talk. Let's build Chaz. Let's uh, let's loot. No, no, it will be a reckoning, and it is something that terrifies me. Because they will go door to door, and they will get rid of the problem. Fair. But, uh, so... Any other well, politicians' hypocrisy? You know what? Let's let's move away from uh, the politicians. Want, no, 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 no. I want one more for you. One more for you. Just for you. Okay. Oh, just for you. Okay. What's it like having that horse-faced ass soldier in your state having a vacation while she's on sick leave? Oh, God. <laughs> okay, audience. I know that you cannot see this. But I have my head hung down at this stupidity of AOC oh, and you get the birds. So anyhow, it is comical. Her she it's just she's the funniest like I'll freely admit. She is the funniest congresswoman we've ever had. Everything she does is just so asinine that it is comical. Everything she does is just hilariously bad. No, and I will favorite. give her credit for that that she that she is responsible for a good hearty chuckle every morning for me. My okay, favorite is the fact that she sit here and she got a permission slip from fucking Congress that she was sick and she gave up a proxy or she gave up her vote to a proxy so somebody else can make the votes for her. And then she goes to Florida to go to a restaurant without a mask. That picture I don't have a problem with because in Florida and even in New York, if you're vaccinated in New York and you take off your mask while you're eating, that's allowed, right? So that that picture does not have a problem. It is the one where she is drunk as hell, hugging on people, kissing on people in a gay bar. And then when people criticize her kissing people without a mask... At a dance club that she sits here and when people criticize her, she goes, well, you just want to date me. No. Look, look, here's how comical it is to me that AOC, after talking all the trash and crap about Florida, right? And then yeah. going to Florida she, for vacation. She literally no, no, said here's... that Ron DeSantis is responsible for every COVID death in the state of Florida. The blood is on his hands and his lo- his ruling is going to be the, r- the reason everybody in the state of Florida fucking dies. <laughs> okay, I'm going to make a joke out of this, all right? I'm going to make a perfect joke out of this. It would be like Jay Lee trying to mooch up on me after talking all that shit on TikTok. <laughs> 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 that is the same level of just like, what? Yeah, but. Yeah. 
You didn't go to California? Oh, that's right. You didn't want to go to shit city. Got it. Yeah. No, Florida this it is. is literally I'll, I'll give I'll give my generation, although I doubt that there is a lot of people in my age demographic that listen to your podcast. I'll give a I'll give an example my generation can relate to. Do you remember at on Christmas when when you got a new fucking playstation or xbox and you just called in sick or whenever you got a new game you just called in sick just so you could play that fucking game that's literally what aoc did she called in sick and instead of staying at home and quarantining like she's been telling people to do for two fucking years she goes and goes has and has play time in free florida so if i was ron DeSantis. I would start collecting the deaths from COVID, the actual deaths from COVID, and just call it the AOC variant. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. That's a terrifying idea. That's a terrifying variant because that I was infected your... by AOC. Yeah, no, just think about it. That means that you just get dumber and dumber. The only way you know how to yeah, laugh is like a jack donkey, and you get these well, big... Yeah, well... <laughs> <laughs> and you wanna wanna one of the <laughs> what one of the symptoms of the AOC variant is fucking CTE. <laughs> you just get straight up brain damage from that shit. <laughs> you start voting Democrats. <laughs> wait, wait, no, wait, wait. Here's the thing about AOC that I don't understand. People are wanting to elect her again. She literally cost her constituency over 25,000 jobs and they elected her again. It's like, you spit on me. And you just, I was like, wait, what the? Hold on a minute. You know, there are things on the internet for people like you. You don't have to do it in real life. <laughs> like, holy shit. What, what's funny. What's funny is that that is literally the less example of the hypocrisy that we were talking about. There is some sort of disconnect, right? And and Cruz, your problems with him or not, right, will mm-hmm. probably be re- reelected to the Senate if, because the people in Congress or the people who run for office understand that people hate politicians, but they always think that their guy is okay. That is why incumbents have that certain level of power, because people believe that the devil you know is better than the devil you don't. Well, the the only argument okay, I would okay, have to hold that on. is that oh. AOC has literally done zero productive things since her time oh. in Congress. <laughs> Ted Cruz has at least oh. tried. <laughs> okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. You're telling me that there are people out there that go, hey, AOC is ramming me with the biggest, blackest strap-on she can find. But I'm going to vote for her again. Okay, let me ask you a question. What has AOC done for her district? Nothing good. Literally nothing. She has done more She's bad than good. Okay. She's lost some so jobs. She's lost some jobs. She has lost some jobs in a in a very liberal area. Right? But other than that, she's been highly ineffective, right? What do yeah. we keep telling people that we want the government to do? We want a government lockdown. We want a government that can't do anything because apparently when they do shit that's always bad so shouldn't we be giving her more credit for being totally ineffective well, no, 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 no hold on hold no, there's being totally ineffective in does... the neutral and then there's fucking you and just completely wrecking your shit right? the only time she manages to actually do something it's bad <laughs> Well, it's when she was managing the uh, the poor National Guardsmen that were sleeping in the Capitol floor. Like, it's literally, like, nothing. 
communism. Like there's <laughs> no in between. <laughs> zero to one hundred. Is anybody surprised? She literally made a video where she was surpri- surprised about a fucking garbage disposal. No. <laughs> Yes. I'm surprised. No, yes, I have to remember this is the woman who still complains about her student loan debt after buying a fucking Tesla outright, owning one of the nicest apartments in DC and making six figures a year. Pay off your fucking student debt, Alexandra. Get dumb bitch. You don't have an excuse to not to anymore. So do you uh, have you ever heard <sighs> okay, of the real is... little AOC? Mm. You mean on the, the TikTok, the little girl that gets out there and does the silly things? Yes. Dude, she is hysterical. That is my spirit animal. <laughs> she mocks Same her size and everything. It's awesome. <laughs> mercilessly. I'm going to let that one slide, you old geriatric bastard. Um, what I find interesting is like with AOC, she was a nobody. She was a bartender, yeah. right? How did she get involved in politics? This just—it's one of those things. that's like all they needed was a pretty school. face. How did she pass? I'm. She's one of these people that I wouldn't trust to do my 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 scotch neat properly. Okay, I I figured some way she would fuck it up. I'm surprised she remembers to breathe. Listen, listen. I'll give her credit. She's a communist ten, but a actual person with brain power two. <laughs> I don't know. I think that's that, why she won the election. <laughs> I think that she is smarter than people give her credit for. I mean, yeah, she graduated college. She has some intelligence. She just has zero common sense. No, what I mean is that she knows exactly what she's doing. She could probably quote the Communist Manifesto and uh, Marx by heart. She knows exactly what she's doing. What she is is a pretty face for the lib cuck boys to chase after. Pretty much. That that, that. this is it what doesn't matter what women, intelligence what she has or doesn't have. This she's is what the, socialist she's only, women. She's one of like five people on the left in Congress that doesn't look like an eighty-seven year old fucking hag raven from Skyrim. Fuck. <laughs> 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 what, what what blows my mind though is you sit there and you look at this is what they're doing i'm gonna flip this on the right though for a second okay this isn't a new tactic this is a new tactic we tried to do it with mccain's running mate sarah palin <laughs> we tried true. to do it with her that is true. miss miss i was raised by wolves kind of <laughs> i could see i know all about russia because i can see it from my backyard <laughs> like no you fucking can't like we we have our fair share of this, but she takes it to a level that, like, the only reason she has any sway is because they're terrified that losing her will lose them the younger vote. That's it. She is one of the youngest congressmen. Yo, to be eligible yeah. for president in twenty twenty four. I think. Shut the fuck up! No. How old is she? I think she was the youngest until Cawthorn. Or the youngest to be elected. Oh. No. You just looked it up, didn't you? No. Damn it. So, uh, 
Are you good? Are you getting used to saying President Elect AOC? You shut your mouth. <laughs> I look. I'm telling you that there. If you look, I get it. I deserve it. I deserve the Ravens. I get it. But listen to me. If they if they believe that Trump is running, they're going to run somebody who still has a very high favorability rating in the polls. Here's who I suspect. It will be Michelle Obama as president <laughs> and AOC as vice president. You mean Michael? What? I was going to say, you, you, you mean Michael, right? <laughs> Whatever. It's like, okay, you know what? It's funny. It, it, it's funny. Somebody's like, Michelle Obama brought such class and poise to the first lady. I was like, okay, look, you've got a dump truck, and then you've got Mrs. Trump. Melania is a, a Ferrari. classy about her fucking there, underarms. Like, that, there is nothing classy about the fact that she looks like more of a man than her husband. Okay, but understand this. When it comes to political polls, she still ranks at 87% favorability. And you know what's scary about the concept of her being president? You remember what her first fucking words when she, when they, after the inauguration, you remember her first words, don't you? Yep. For the first time in her life, she was proud of being an American because they had elected her husband as president. And the next phrase is the one that scares me the most. We've got a lot to make up for. Yeah. Revenge politics. Uh, unfortunately, the right is not innocent of that either. I guarantee you if it's a red tsunami in 2022 that they're going to impeach Biden, which will put Kamala as president. Well, fuck, Marjorie Taylor Greene impeached Biden one day into him being in a, or a tried to. They're going to sit here and... Best thing space later, Jew lady did is, look, is, is. Okay, look, 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 look. I understand that that is how I refer to her because that's how it's stuck in my head but you do realize that the shit that she gets attacked for is stuff that she said before she was in congress it doesn't matter people ever <laughs> in the public in this public eye they always get attacked for shit they said before they were known that's why I say it doesn't matter, but still, you have to admit, though, that is spectacular. Hey, wait, you do realize what the whole story about the space lasers is, right? I do, but it's the space. <laughs> Just let me have this. She is the space laser Jew lady, okay? All right. I'll let you have it. <laughs> but for those in our audience, I owe them a full explanation. Back in. 2019 and 2020, people were watching the fires, and there was this whole conspiracy theory that they were using them to create opposition against Trump. And they had mentioned that they were using lasers from outer space, kind of like HARP, but they were using <laughs> and they were developed by the Jews. Now, you can laugh at that all you want. But the number of people that believed that was over 10%. And apparently in Georgia, it was much higher. Of course it's a Georgia. Fuck. I mean, come on. Fucking Georgia. <laughs> 
Okay, that, that, they got them that space lasers, you know, the ones the Jews were making. They're just lighting like, fire wait, wait, everywhere. If you watch the videos, there are lines of energy that come down right before they start. I'm just saying, if you watch the videos, you can make your own connection if you wish. I tend to look at it as a defect in the in the thermal technology, but you can call All it space lasers say, if you want. All I got to say. <laughs> I was about to do that, except I realized I don't have hair anymore. I was going to be like, aliens, bro, aliens. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're guilty of it, too, on our side. I mean, think of how many people follow Q right now. Think of how many people are willing to believe that there is some unspoken plan that's in some back room of the dark net. You know, you're not you're not ever going to get invited on any of the Q people's podcasts. You know Fuck them. Good. <laughs> they don't want me on there because I'm just going to be like, did, did that come with an extra, you know, an extra side of crystals and cosmic aura or something? Or did you get that one out of the, you know, scrape Ooh, that like one out of the bottom? Now I'm hungry. Oh, no, badass. I was talking about the rocks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go. Poor <laughs> Baldur's like, wait, what? Did you have crystals before? <laughs> He's way too far north for crystals. Isn't he? Don't yeah, you, you have a white, like castle. white castle or whatever. Fuck no, we got Culvers up here. I got Culvers down here. They're okay for the you know frozen yogurt drinks, but not. I think the... I have to drive into Georgia to get Culvers. Why well, I've never to... eaten there, so. Dude, the fucking butter burgers. That Swiss okay. mushroom butter burger. That thing fucking wait, wait. smacks. Did you say butter burgers? <laughs> yes. I must find this. I must find Culver's because my son will love them. Where they are, are awesome. you? Dude, the mushroom and Swiss double butter burger. You can Ooh. feel your arteries clog while you eat it with them fucking cheese curds, boy. Oh, and then and then the, the vanilla frozen yogurt. Yeah, it's custard. They will, custard. they will, they will get mad at you if you do not call it custard. <laughs> Me. Okay, wait, wait. wait. <laughs> Perfect story for you. Okay, my dad is one of these people that he doesn't say a lot of things to people, right? Even when he, even when he didn't have dementia or, or, or anything going on, he wouldn't say anything. He wouldn't confront people unless he felt there was an absolute need. But there is a lady. Okay, and I will not describe this lady until a little bit later. But we're sitting up there at Culver's. First time I've ever been to Culver's. I am nine years old. And my father's looking over there. He goes, son, yeah, what do you see? He points over, and I look, and it's like, I see Free Willy eating, eating curly fries. He goes, no, 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 son. Always respect people. Never, never call her Free Willy. I was like, okay. She, in my defense, she was wearing... A one of these white shirts with black sides and black pants. Okay, it's not my fault that my nine-year-old brain <laughs> saw a happy person that looked like Free Willy. All right, she goes, but she was sitting there eating a French fry one at a time with her pinky in the air, complaining oh, about how oh, overweight boy. she was. <laughs> and ever since then, and then she goes, "I need another double order of cheese curds," and I was like. <laughs> It was the one time my father just and he just spits this out, and it's the only time I've ever seen him say something without thinking. He just goes, 
Ma'am, no matter how daintily you eat that, it's going straight to your ass. Let me tell you, man, he ain't wrong. That cover is going straight to your thighs. (laughs) You can feel your arteries clog, but it tastes so good. Oh, yeah. All right, so the nearest car is 70 miles away from me. That's worth the drive. Do it. Do it at least experience. It, it is. It is. Mm-hmm. Now, um, I'll say it again. Butter burgers. <laughs> butter burgers. Okay. With a size of cheese curds. With a side of cheese curds. Do you know why I've probably never heard of it? Mm. We have, Whenever we go down to the town where the Culver's is, we go to this place called Delish, and they hand make your burgers. And you can get everything you want on them and poutine. Or, or not poutine without the gravy, just the cheese sauce poured on top of the cheese. Okay. Okay. I can do that. (laughs) I just add the gravy. I'm like, man, it looks like diarrhea. And uh, I always get, I always get a burger. Uh, uh, Sometimes I get the turkey burger with no bun. And they have these lettuce. Lettuce wraps. The lettuce is freaking can be used as an actual bun, not like what Hardee's or Arby's does, where they sit here and they put some little rinky dink piece of lettuce on top and go, "There's your bun. It's solid." And I can get an egg thrown on top of it, oh. hard boiled eggs on top, mm-hmm. and some avocado, and look, 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 look. There's a there's a place down the road here. That does, uh, they do the homemade sourdough buns with a lamb burger. All right. A nice juicy lamb burger, a little arugula, smoked gouda, and an over easy egg. Yeah. Relish. That was the name of the restaurant. Relish. That was it. Yeah. All right. We've been talking about food for a second. My fat ass is getting hungry, so we're moving (laughs) right along. Let's talk about Madison Cawthorn for a minute. He All voted right. for the red flag laws. And then got on TikTok and bitched about the flag he got After he got caught, he decided <laughs> to change his tune. Uh, don't get me wrong. I love a lot of what he says. But if what you say and what you do are two totally different fucking things... If you sit here and tell me to my face, I support the Second Amendment, I sit here and I'm going to call out and say, let's go Brandon on the floor and call out the president that he's a horrible human being on the floor of whatever branch he's in. And then when the action comes, like you get a soundbite, and when the action comes, you vote for a red flag law, you're dirty, period. You're not dirty. You're not dirty. You're a lying cunt. That that's what the actual definition of a rhino is: is you say one thing and mean another. It's <laughs> not Liz, just Liz this Cheney? guy said something I don't disagree that I disagree with, so I'm going to call him a rhino because he doesn't think exactly like me. No, it's when you when you do something when you say something to get votes and garner support, and then you vote for the exact opposite. What gets me is then he gets on TikTok, and you've seen the video, right? It is the whiniest. Pablum bullshit. <laughs> and he's like, no, you all got to understand. And he says a line that I'm like, 
wait. Because you've got to understand, we passed it here, but it'll never pass the house. They'll actually read it. I was like, well, the fuck you didn't read it? Yeah. And since when did you start sounding like Nancy Pelosi? Yeah. I'm going to sit here, but now he's a fucking media darling, especially since everybody turned on fucking Ted Cruz in conservative circles. Now Madison Cawthorn is a fucking savior of the conservative group. How weak-willed are you that you need to be saved? Here, yeah, here. Let, let gotta, me read. Gotta... Let me let me read exactly this. The reason why we are bringing this up is because you know, with with all of the all of this firestorm going against Ted Cruz, there's all people have just started dropping it off and are now talking about. This morning, Madison Cawthorn tweeted out, and I quote, President Trump did not incite anything. He called for Americans to peacefully and patriotically make your voices heard. Democrats called for unrest in the streets and watched our cities burn in 2020. Do not fall for the left's fake narrative. And he is a hero once again. Yeah. Because, There's so it's like you got to choose there, you got to choose between the bastard that calls you a fucking domestic terrorist or the the lying <laughs> cuckthorn that's going to say one thing and make it sound really beautiful and then stab you in the back. Yeah. Now see that's the problem is that I know how Ted Cruz votes. And I agree with like 90% of how he votes. Like he's not going to vote for red flag laws, but he says stupid shit on camera. Madison Cawthorn, on the other hand, says the opposite. Yeah, he he, 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 talks... says it, he always says the right things when the cameras are watching. Yeah. And he, then he he's votes... the per- he's the perfect young Republican. Anytime there's a camera pointed in his face. That when it comes time to vote, he votes against everything that he said when the cameras were rolling. You know, the sad part is I, I, I'm i with you, Odin, when it comes to a lot of what Cruz said, uh, a lot of how he votes is along the same lines as I believe and how it should be. But you can never trust someone that would defame and denigrate their own constituency. That that level of betrayal is going to cost him. I hope so. But, and we're not okay. But, here's the thing: we're not these these other people that are just you know. I hate you today, but I'll vote for you tomorrow. No, I'll be honest. If that bastard was running and he got the presidential ticket, and I had to choose between him and Biden, I'd vote for myself. That's what I do. I wouldn't. I, I'm not One the kind year, of. Person. I got eleven votes for president. Woo-hoo! What were you running on the slogan "Free Beer and Hot Wings"? No. I oh, was, too bad. You probably got. I was running on the I don't give a fuck <laughs> right in candidate. <coughs> but no, I, I, mean, I mean, you sit here and you get these group of people that are just yeah. like, and it, I'm going to vote for him the, the and same I'm crowd, not going to vote for him. The same crowd that is now praising Madison Cawthorn for tweeting what he tweeted this morning is the same crowd that has been vocally dragging him through the mud. Yeah. Well, for the most part, have been dragging him through the mud since the whole red flag thing went down. Yeah. So, now here, and it's here. and it's like you're gonna all of a sudden because uh, Ted Cruz is the guy to be pissed off at at the moment. You're just gonna forget the months and months that you were pissed off at Madison Cawthorn because he tweeted something nice. Now, I'm gonna say a very uncomfortable truth that a lot of people don't want to hear. When you compromise. For the sake of 
getting your side to win, you never make any changes. You have to be willing to stand on your principles to the point where you take an occasional L so that you can get the right people in office. But we are so fucking, we've been trained that we are so hateful or afraid of the other side that they will destroy the country in X amount of years that we don't want to lose. So we'll take any bullshit candidate that comes in, right? We'll do it. And, and we'll do it not only on the not only on the general. And on the general, I get you probably don't, you know, it's direct. But when you sit here and you have people in a primary, you don't want to vote them out because they're the least popular. You don't know, you know, they don't have that national presence. Right? That's fine. It's an uncomfortable truth that you don't want to lose to stand on principle. And because of that, the shit always rises to the top. It's kind of like, and this is the analogy that will probably get me in the most amount of trouble. It's kind of like a fat girl at a school dance. Where we will pay the most amount of attention. We will pay the most amount of attention to any guy who gives us even the slightest bit. Even if we know it's mocking. Even if we know that they don't mean it. Because we want that attention. As a, as a general principle, that is how they look at us. Is we're the fat girl at a school dance. And as long as they say, and for Christians, it's even worse. Any politician that comes up and says, praise the Lord Jesus Christ, they're going to sit here and that's their candidate. Pro-life, pro-life, pro-life. I could literally program a computer to get votes in an actual election by programming less than 10 fucking talking. And Christians would vote for it. Conservatives would vote for it. And some moderates would vote for it. I mean, the talking points are the same, but nobody believes them anymore. Pro-life. Small government. Because we all know that the fucking Republican Party is not the party of small government anymore. Right. They're not even the party of law and order anymore. Yeah. Law and order. Uh, build that wall. You know, basically it's the same 10 talking points that they've used for fucking the last, well, I don't know, 30 years. I'll be honest. A lot of what we face is because you, you mentioned earlier. It's like that, that quote that I like to use. If things were to suddenly change, bad things would still happen. It would just happen to other people. Yeah. There's no effective. It is one party. And the sooner that people understand that it is the uniparty, the left and the right are concepts. They're political concepts. Republican and Democrat are the same fucking party. One. Two wings of the same bird. Yeah. One is just. The the establishment of it. Yeah. One is just slower. Look, the Republicans are going to fuck us in the ass just like the Democrats are going to fuck us in the ass. But at least the Republicans are nice enough to lube it and give us a reach around. They at least call me afterwards. They'll whine us and dine us first. 
Yeah. Here, let me let me give you this the, this treat that you want before I shaft you entirely. Yep. Which is almost as dangerous, it, it, and that's why I keep pushing this point. It's almost as dangerous as the left because you get lulled into this battered wife syndrome where you're willing to take the shit just to get that one little thing you want instead of standing for the fucking principle of the matter. Win or lose. Sometimes that's what you have to do is just stand up and be like, no! Done! Do this is my comply. line. Cross it. Do not comply. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Do not I don't know. Comply. But we're talking hypocrisy, though. The hypocrisy to me is the people that are still worshiping Trump and then going out and saying, you can't make me take a vaccine. I'm like, but but what? Or the people that say that Trump's still in charge. It's my favorite, my favorite talking point, because it just rips Odin a new asshole. All right. All right. Here we go. Here we go. For all the people that follow the plan and Trump is still in charge. And all the shit that's going on. Odin, can you tell me how you feel about that? Fine. Fuck off. Fuck you. Fuck Trump. And fuck you for supporting him. If you believe that he's in charge with all the fucking damage and all of the people that are losing their homes and their jobs and their families and their savings and their suffering, uh, you know, for all, if you believe that he's in in charge, then fuck off. Straight up. I, I don't care. And I'm not making I, any I fucking apologies. I, I don't get it. Like, you, you praise, they praise Donald Trump like he's this fucking messiah. If Donald Trump was really controlling the country in secret with Mike Pompeo <laughs> from a nuclear submarine off the coast of Guantanamo Bay, and he's using Joe Biden as a puppet, blah, 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 blah. Wouldn't that make him literally the worst politician ever with the way the country has been going? Exactly. Thank you. What was it? We found out that we found out that the Western world needed a Caesar like leader to take over and protect the Republic and stand up to tyranny. And everyone thought that that was who Trump was. But he had a chance to cross his Rubicon and he fucking blew it. Yep. Pops, you could probably explain it a lot better than I can because I'm uh, <laughs> I always get angry. There are a lot of people that were asking me earlier because of the video we put up. What is the Rubicon? Are you talking in reference to the statement? The quote, that you made? yeah. The Rubicon is your challenge. It is your personal challenge. That which determines who you will ultimately be. That facing that. That your own personal Rubicon or your own personal challenge, deep down, the one that makes or breaks your character. Rubicon is just one term. Uh, the other one is... Uh, uh, well, I don't think a lot of people realize how steeped in history it is, though. It, it was a small river in northern Italy. And it was considered impossible to cross with your army. Yep. And Caesar said, fuck it. Julius Caesar said, fuck it. I'm going across. It's a test of character, essentially. Yeah, it means standing for overcome. It. Yeah. 
And they, uh, when you have that, it's that, that one choice, that one choice that you know is going to forever change you. It is that one choice that is a point of no return. But you have to make that choice to succeed. Yeah. Crucible. That is crossing. Yeah, that, uh, Crucible is the other term. But that is crossing your Rubicon. And if you're met with those, now I'm not saying that that you're irredeemable if you fail that, but you sit here and you will have other chances to cross that Rubicon. But at some point, if you fail, you fail forever in the eyes of your followers. Personal Rubicons and personal crucibles are one thing, but when you are supposed to be the leader of the free world and you fail to cross your Rubicon, then you have failed because it's not just you personal rubicons come frequently i'm going to beat that pr i'm going to say you know personal best i'm going to sit here and do this do this uh uh graduate college i'm going to sit here and start this business that's one thing but when you're the leader of the free world and your rubicon is i'm going to drain the swamp or i'm going to and then you join it yeah, or I'm going to sit here and stand and fight, and then as soon as your people get behind you and meet in Washington D.C., you don't you tell them to go home. Let keep it peaceful. But in the 14 days that you had left in office, after those people came out to support you, you didn't shield them. You didn't. You let them. You didn't pre-pardon them. Because you were worried about your legacy. It's not like you said, like the people that came out to, to fucking support you, you left to languish. Their rights removed. They aren't even treated as Americans. They are treated the same as we would treat an active enemy combatant. There's no one else in that prison besides them. And they won't even let congressmen in there. But they are bloody. They are beaten, they are bruised, they have been mistreated, and you left them there. Even after you acquiesced, even after you gave up on your race, you left them there to rot. That was Trump's Rubicon, and he fucking failed. And that's why I'll never trust him. I wouldn't vote for him again. Just for that simple reason, because when times got tough, he fucking folded. Yep. Why would I support someone I know is not going to have my back? At least I know what kind of shit I would get from Biden. I know he's going to fuck me. Why would I put myself, my family, my life, my rights, my freedom on a horse I know is going to kick me? Unfortunately, that sentiment that you are saying is incredibly strong all over the nation because there are people who are saying that they don't want to vote. In Georgia, they did a poll that said that the majority of uh, Georgians don't agree with the political system uh, on either side and they have no confidence in the vote. Now, realize that the governor that they currently have Beat Stacey Abrams by a small, small majority. Now also realize that if 4% of the people don't show up, Georgia is blue. Deep, deep blue. And that is in states 
all over the nation. They have lost faith in their government and in their leaders. But if they don't vote, then they're screwed. You are totally muted. We are already screwed. And here's why I say that. What makes you, they got away with it. They fucking got away with it. And they're going to get away with it in 2022. What makes you think that your vote means a goddamn thing at this point? I, you had a chance. You had a chance to fix it. You had a chance to push the issue. And all these people going, hey, I'm a patriot. I'm going to stand. I'm going to fight. I'm going to do this. Like, where the fuck were you? You had a chance. And then Instead, you sat that. back. You then sat they, back and waited for a fucking plan. And, and. Then they sit here and they point to the people who did go to the Capitol and go, that was wrong. And they speak negatively against them and say, that was wrong. But inside their heart of hearts, they wish that it was them. Can I say this? Sure. Let's see how many people I can piss off right now. Nate? When it comes to that point, because some of us took a stand. Some of us still are taking that stand. Some of us are still fighting. But when it comes down, if you were to ask for my help and you're one of the ones that's been talking shit about the people actually doing something, fuck you. I hope you roast. Because why would I put myself on the line after I've been fighting this whole time? Why would Odin, after what he's done, put himself on the line? Why would Balder put himself on the line for someone that you know when time gets hot, when it, when it gets tough? It's the same thing with Trump. When it gets tough... You're going to buckle. You're going to not rock the boat. You don't want to, you know, I've got a job. I've, I've got to do this. I've got to, I've got to take care of my family. I've got to be there for my kids. There's not a fucking nation left for your kids. And if you yep. want to blame someone, look in a goddamn mirror. Yep. You ridicule the people who stood up on January 6th, the peaceful people who did nothing wrong but show up to let their voices be heard. And then... They used January 6th and twisted the people, twisted the, the narrative, and caused people to stop standing. Look, in the United States right now, we have the ability to peaceful protest, but you're so fucking afraid that they're going to list you as a fucking domestic terrorist that you don't want to do it, that you don't want to go out, that you don't want to stand. All right. All right, I get it. But remember when we told you that if you don't stand right now on the easy things, when the hard things come, you won't stand? Now we know. This is how we judge people. We know when you will and will not stand. And I, for one, it, it comes back to that prepping thing. Remember we talked about that when shit hits the fan and it's a survival situation... You have you and yours, and fuck everybody else, because everybody else is going to try to stab you in the back for what you've got. Yeah, that is the way it works. That is what my mindset is now. If you could not stand when things were simple, when things were easy, when <laughs> things were plain, then how the fuck do you think I'm going to stand now with you when things are, when it's real, when it's a nitty gritty, it is the do or die moment. I can't trust you, and that's the problem. There are too many people that think like I do on that. It's like, I can't trust you. Fair. They would rather fight on our own. And it and, and the fact of the matter is, it's sad because we'd rather fight on our own, even though we know we won't win, because it's the principle of the matter. Then get in bed with someone that we know 
will just let us down. I'm not Caesar. I believe in the beware of the Ides of March. Well, yeah, yeah. All right. So with that being said, <laughs> Balder, it's been a pleasure. I'm glad you got to come on. You got to come on our, on our uh, live. Sure. Wait. All right. So I'm Odin. This is Tyr. And until next time, thank you for joining us on another episode of Winter's Call. Booyah! I knew you were going to say I'm like, my finger is hovering over the button. And I'm like, I'm going to end it before it gets in there. Nope. The Matrix is a system, Neil. That system is our enemy. But when you're inside, you look around, what do you see? Businessmen, teachers, lawyers, carpenters. The very minds of the people we are trying to save. But until we do, these people are still a part of that system, and that makes them our enemy. You have to understand, most of these people are not ready to be unplugged. And many of them are so inert, so hopelessly dependent on the system, that they will fight to protect it. Are you listening to me? The preceding podcast is brought to you by Heimdall, Keeper of the Bifrost.